So folks, this month here on the Tools I Use podcast, we're sponsored by Woven. Now for those who don't know, Woven is a powerful and smart calendar application that can assist you in smart scheduling, managing your meetings, and planning your week. They're releasing some features that can really help remote workers and people working from home, including home view, so you can get important information about each event and a glance ahead, Zoom integration to make it easier to immediately join a video conferencing call, analytics so you can see and analyze how your team spend time, and iPad support so you can use Woven across all of your Apple devices. As many of you know, I'm a user myself and my personal favorite feature is the one-time scheduling which allows me to batch meetings, plan podcasts and interviews. We're really grateful to have them here as a sponsor and thanks again for sponsoring tools they use. Do check out Woven in the link in the description. Hello everyone, welcome to the Tools They Use podcast. It is Francesco here. Today I'm very lucky to be joined by Eric Fisher who is the productivity podcaster behind beyond the to-do list. Uh, Eric, it is so good to have you and uh, so great to finally like, well, at least virtually meet you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great, great to, I, I, you know, I've been aware of you for a little bit and uh, maybe a year, I don't know. I don't, I don't try to, it, it gets, it gets blurry when you're figuring out like when you see people talking to other people online, but ultimately yeah. I, I'm glad to be here. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. And uh, maybe fill in some of the gaps because that's not all you do. You keep yourself fairly yeah, busy. Yeah, I've got, a, I've got a lot to do. Um, up, I just recently, as of November, uh, started working at a new role at Agora Pulse. That's a Paris-based social media productivity tool oh. and uh, that I really believe in and I've used for a long time. And it's where you can connect all your... Uh, social inboxes, as well as it's a scheduling tool, it's a reporting tool. Um, yeah, it's just it's an all-in-one tool that. Uh, and so I and I'm I used to work in social media on the front end of things. I'm yeah. now on the back end of things. So it's nice to uh, work for a tool that again allows you to publish and report and listen and engage all from one dashboard without having to jump from social media app to app to app. So yeah. that and, you know, obviously producing a podcast. <laughs> That's it. And that. Um, I, I guess it's like pretty stressful. Like people find managing social media almost like a chore these days. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I, and that's where I was for a while was, yeah. uh, I mean, I, you know, for five years, I worked for Social Media Examiner as a social media manager and a community manager. Prior to that, I was doing it for three years at a university. So eight straight years yeah. of working in social media out in public kind of burnt out a little bit, you know? Yeah. And it's not that it's a bad thing. It's just you kind of get to... I got to the point where I was using social media less for myself and not yeah. gaining any of the... You know, I, I will be the first to admit, I was not the best social media marketer of my own show <laughs> so I wanted to start doing that some more. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Well, uh, it's it's a fantastic uh, podcast. If you haven't listened, we'll include it in the show notes. Uh, it's fantastic. Um, and um, t- like touching on the sort of first question, like like how do you sort of go about structuring a, a typical day for you? How does that 
uh, begin? I guess yeah. it depends if you have a typical day. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you know, so a typical day for me, I well, an ideal day even, hopefully, is I, I don't, I, I always want to make sure I've gotten enough sleep. So if something's happened, I try to allow myself to have a buffer and sleep till a certain point. You know, I will get up earlier than the rest of my family uh, without yeah. any doubt. Uh, however, um, I like to have, uh, you know, I like to have that buffer of I'm up and I'm doing stuff. I'm either reading or potentially, you know, sometimes that's when you, that's when I go downstairs and uh, to the basement living room area and I'll watch a show just yeah. to kind of wake up while I have a cup of coffee. And most people are like, how productive is that to like watch TV first thing in the morning? I'm like, it's perfectly productive because then I'm not staying up late and yeah. then, you know, I get to watch whatever I want. Nobody else is around. So um, <laughs> what do you mean you're not knocking out all those emails first thing in the morning? No, actually I do often do that. Sometimes I will actually have a tablet open, sit on the couch, have a show going that's, you know, not something I have to pay super much attention to. Yeah. And I'll go through emails and I'll say, oh, delete, delete, or archive, or, you know, get rid of stuff. And not necessarily the answering of things, but the removal of the bulk of stuff, you know? So yeah. well, partially processing. Yeah. yeah, I've not heard of like a concept like that. That's quite cool. Yeah, yeah. It's very so it's, passive. It's, yeah. It is, it is. And it, it, what it does is it makes it so that when... So, so then here's how it goes later when I've gone out and ideally I've gone and worked out, then I'm back home, the family's up, they're getting ready for school. And I have a window there before when my wife and my son leave and my daughter doesn't need to go to school to high school yet, but I'm the guy who drives carpool. Yeah. So we pick, you know, she and I pick up another friend and so on until we leave the house. I have a window there and that's when I'll sit down and I'll actually say, okay, um, let me answer some of these emails. Let me get those out of the way. That's a seven thirty to eight fifteen type window, forty five minutes. And I have a, yeah. and because of that window, I'm moving at a faster pace because I'm like I only have so much. I have a you know I have yeah. a, an Alexa uh, timer going off uh, to let me know. Hey, you need to leave in about five minutes. Oh, okay, great. Wrap this up. Be done. Yeah. Um, I take her, and then often I will either stop at the coffee shop that's near the high school and mm-hmm. sit and. Uh, get some coffee, write ideas down and brainstorm, or depending upon if I have meetings earlier, uh, that's when I'll be back for those. Um, if I decide not to do coffee, uh, I'll come back and maybe, again, depending upon if I have uh, recordings booked, depends on what day it is, yeah. uh, come back and uh, do some research or pushing you know projects forward. Uh, then I get to about lunch and I'll typically take at least a half hour or so. And what I'll try to do is uh, sit and eat without looking at a screen <laughs> so that I'm not looking at them all day. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Um, and then in the afternoon, I know I start to get more tired. So I'll allow myself to have a caffeine boost of some sort, typically with yeah. some tea or something. Try to taper off as we get into, you know, two, three o'clock. I don't want to have more beyond that point. Um, and then I'm, you know, I'm, I'm winding projects down. It really depends. And then I'll do kind of a closeout of the day at about four, four thirty my time. I will, uh, go into the email inbox one more time. Just make sure there's nothing there. Go into Slack to see if there's anything work related that needs to be done, uh, reply wise. And then I will shut everything down. Um, depending upon this is there's, there's kind of a buffer there of depending upon what the family's 
uh, schedule looks like that night yeah. where, you know, like today I do need to, uh, when we're done talking, I am actually going to close some stuff down and then my son and I are the only ones around. So we're going to go do, I asked him what he wanted for dinner. He picked something. We're going to go do that real quick and that'll be fun. Oh, yeah. And then uh, when we come back, I've got like a 15, 20 minute thing I need to finish. So it's all about being flexible, to be honest. Yeah, that seems like the that seems like the key recipe or ingredient to the recipe that you got there is like flexibility around like other work life. So yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. I like that. And um, what the sort of like tools that you use to uh, help manage that? It, it, like, I guess calendar notes and tasks is a sure. very general structure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we you know primarily I am using Google Calendar for um, you know the back end of things, but I always like to look at something that's pretty, or at least user <laughs> the user inter- interface works well. And you know, so I'm using BusyCal on both oh, yeah. my. Um, mobile or tablet device settings and I, and I use it on the desktop as well. Um, it, I just like the way it looks to be honest. I, I looked at all the different ones and that's the one I landed on. Yeah. Um, as far as uh, writing notes or, you know, digital scratch pad, I would, I use drafts. Okay. That's a, a Mac and a um, iOS app as well. And then, you know, I'll, I'll, if I'm working on something or I'm sending it over to somebody, it, it gets copied or actually sent out from there into Google Docs um, for working collaboration purposes. Um, and then as far as, you know, my task manager of choice, since about, I think for almost three years now, it's been Things 3. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's, it's just because they sold me. Like, I tried their... Um, they had a free trial for their desktop app for the Mac, yeah. and it just felt good using it, use the user uh, interface wise. And I thought this is what I'm going to use. And so uh, I just I purchased it for all my devices, and I haven't looked back. I haven't had to pay for an upgrade in three years almost now, and I yeah. gladly would. And I've gotten you know really good at it. I've, I've, I've it's it's fairly easy to use. So yeah, yeah. So like a forever application if you just. Don't want to ever change. <laughs> yeah, That's good. yeah. I mean, and and I don't think they're. I mean, they may come out with paid updates at some point just to upgrade to like a three point five or something, or if they just skip over to four, like yeah. upsold. Like it, it works great. I love it. Yeah, definitely. Oh, interesting. And um, like one thing you talk a lot about on the podcast is sort of going, literally, the title of the podcast beyond the to do list, um, and talking about those sort of concepts. Like for you, like recommending tools how important do you think the tool plays into the the general productivity system because like it'd be great to hear your sort of take on it sure yeah I, I mean again i have gotten a lot of those questions where it's hey what's the best insert blank here tool yeah. whether it's a calendar or email uh, task management all of that the best notebook and and honestly it comes down to i just say whichever one you're going to keep using so yeah. You know, they and there's there's not a lot. I mean, I, I'm oversimplifying for sure, but there's not a huge difference um, feature set wise between a lot of these. It's moreover how it's set up inside of the app, um, how you how quickly you can get to it, where you find it, the user interface, and so that's again why I chose things three. Now I know, I know there's more that like an OmniFocus is doing. Like it, it can do a lot more, but none of that is uh, as simple as I 
care to have things, you know, be in terms of <laughs> task management. Like I could do overkill. I could do tags and I, well, I, I know I can do tags and things three also, but yeah. <laughs> so that's not a great example, but I just know that, uh, yeah, I could go through and create a bunch of different, uh, you know, options, but I, I will say this. I have a friend, uh, Jeff, who he uses uh, Todoist and Todoist is great. I used it for a while, had no problem with it, but um, I think he's paying for it. And I think over the course of the past almost three years now, I've now paid less because I paid one time. So, fat, yeah. you know, cost is a factor. User interface is a factor. Those are the real things that when it comes down to it is, is you know, find, testing out which ones you like uh, and, and just seeing, you know, are you going to actually use it or not? So, yeah, that's good advice. It's like long-term approach yeah. <laughs> as much as yeah. you can. Yeah. And I like that uh, like with things through, you can just pay one off. Like that's rare in a lot of subscription applications these days, at least like I'm sure they'll cotton on soon, but hopefully not, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Um, and uh, like, were you inspired by any like underlying productivity principles like GTD or um, do you have any methodologies like Pomodoro method, anything like that? That Yeah, well, yeah, for sure. So I, I would say that getting things done still for the most part, I mean, even though I don't remember when it was, I had, I talked to David Allen um, in the, I think back half somewhere in the back half of last year for my show again um they came out with a or maybe you know what i think it was like late summer but anyways uh it, david allen was on my show and i said okay i want to make this as simple as possible for anybody to get getting things done to, to understand it and it and it's so simple it doesn't it, it, for the first time i felt like it's the least complicated it ever had to be i think we overcomplicate things when we look through it and they had the, the getting things done workbook was what, what had just come yeah. out. And I, and I highly suggest everybody go through it because it, it distills it down, strips off all the like extra, like, well, what about this? Well, what about this? No, we already covered that. It's this, we already covered it. It's the, it's cap. It, I mean, in, in basic, you know, I, I will not rattle it off in, in its entirety, but capturing what you have to do, thinking about what it is you have to do, which you have yeah. to make time to think. And that's the, I think that's the biggest missing piece or the biggest thing that people just are, um, you know, they, they, they bump up against is what do you mean? I have to think about what it is I have to do. I just want to throw stuff in there and then just do it. Well, that we know that's not how that works. <laughs> you know, we know that, you know, if, if I want to, I mean, it, again, it's all, it's not about just getting stuff it is about getting stuff done, but it's about choosing what to get done and then getting it done, not just ex receiving from somebody else. I mean, think about that. Actually, it's a great point. Let me let me take 30 seconds yeah, yeah, to, yeah, to riff it, on this. <laughs> so you are handed a task from somebody at work. Doesn't matter who it is. It's if it's a boss, coworker, whatever. You may or may not know how to do it, but if it's a brand new thing even if it's not a brand new thing, actually, especially if it's, if, it's a, if it's not a brand new thing, it's something you've done before, but they have an expectation of how they want it done. You may have an idea of how it is you want it done, but if you just do, go do it and then come back to them, if you did not take a couple extra minutes to ask them a couple questions to confirm what it is they wanted, you see what I'm saying? That the talking about yeah. what it is that needs to get done, it's the, it's the agreement on the expectation. It's agreement, you know, and that's what you need to do 
by yourself, with yourself. When I referenced earlier the whole going to the coffee shop and sitting down and with a pad and a paper, it's like, I will do a weekly review that way. I will go through yeah. and say, I better look at my calendar. I better look at my task list. I better look at my email and just make sure that I've got everything collected. And then I know I'm looking at my different horizons. So that's why yeah. GTD has always been important to me. And then when you get down into the nuts and bolts of, I know that I need to sit and write up an explanation or go through processing these emails. That's when a Pomodoro technique falls into place. That's when putting on headphones and listening to my choice of, uh, you know, brain FM where yeah. it gets me focused. That's where that comes into play. But if you don't have that map of, uh, you know, you, you can't look for shortcuts or faster or more efficient ways to do things. If you don't know what the things are, you're supposed to be doing. That's it. That's, a really so good that's point, where yeah. getting things done. Re I mean, again, that's where people bump up against getting things done is they want to get things done fast when, in fact, getting things done is really a methodology of organizing what it is you have to do and then ordering it so that you can get it done. Yeah, yeah. So That's good. I, I think you hammered out on the point. It's like being a little more intentional about your decisions or choices of what you do first and then actually executing on it. Um, I, I'm really like, a, I, I'm doing a course in a moment, uh, Sean Blanc's focus course. Yes. And yes. that one's like really good for like being like, right, what do you actually want to do before you go and actually bloody do it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, really Sean's stuff is great and that course looks amazing. And I honestly, and I would say everybody go get it. The only reason I didn't was because I knew I couldn't fit it in time-wise right now. I've got too much going yeah. on and that's okay. But uh, I know it'll come back around and I'll do it. Sure. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I, I almost have to make sure I do it every day because it's, <laughs> yeah. it's like a 40-day one, but it, uh, yeah, know, it'll pay off. <laughs> it <laughs> will, for sure. And uh, my final question for you, Eric, is uh, around your inspiration for doing this. Like, why do you why do you do the podcast? Um, what inspires you to help people like you have been? Yeah, I mean, it, so the the if I can be completely honest, yeah. I started off with I want to I want to learn from other people how they're doing what they're doing, yeah. and. So, you know, it was all about self-interest to begin with, but I knew other people would care to listen. So I thought, well, why don't you come along on the journey with me as I go through this? Um, I keep it up and I do it now because of the people that have reached out and said, thank you so much for doing the show. Um, I, you know, this episode, I really learned this, those kinds of things, you know, so hearing back from the community and the, the help that it's done for them. And again, I'm still learning and, and, you know, new ideas come up and, you know, I mean, think about it a couple of years ago, nobody knew about, nobody was talking about, nobody was thinking about, and, and, uh, Cal Newport hadn't come out yet with deep work. Yeah. Then it came out and, you know, and then indistractable with near IL recently and James clear with atomic habits, like new stuff is always coming out new research. So yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I'm yet to read that indestructible one. It's over on that bookshelf. <laughs> it's but it looks good. good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did, really you, good. did you enjoy it? I did. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that is, I mean, if people are looking for new productivity books or, uh, you know, just what's the next productivity book they need to read, that's one of the two or three that I would suggest. Lovely. Brilliant. Well, uh, Eric, where can people find you after this podcast? Yeah. Uh, come on over and, and listen and subscribe to mine if you haven't it's you can find it easily at uh, beyond the to do list.com brilliant lovely jubbly well uh thanks for coming on and uh 
I'm sure this will be won't be the last one of our chats, but thank you. And uh, yeah, for sure. You're I hope welcome. you have, I hope you have a good poker evening. <laughs> yes, I will. Thank you. Yeah, it'll be good fun. <laughs> All right, thanks, Eric. You're welcome.